From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, July 30th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Three Bowling Green State University students have been permanently expelled and 18 others have been suspended for violating the student code of conduct following an investigation into the hazing death of Stone Foltz. The Columbus Dispatch reports a total of 21 students were found responsible for a total of 83 violations of the code of student conduct that includes hazing, harm to and endangering others, and furnishing alcohol. The expulsions and suspensions mark the conclusion of a university investigation into the events of March 4th, when Foltz, a 20-year-old sophomore and new pledge at the Pi Kappa Alpha International Fraternity, attended a hazing ritual. Foltz later died of fatal alcohol intoxication as a result. Data released Thursday shows the number of COVID-19 cases in the state is ticking back up after what seemed to be a subsiding pandemic over the past several months. The Columbus Dispatch reports the incidence rate is now about 77.4 new COVID-19 cases per 100,000 residents during the past two weeks. That's according to the Ohio Department of Health. Last week, that number was around 46. It's now above 50, the threshold Governor Mike DeWine formerly used in determining whether to lift health orders such as the mask mandate. Despite this trend, a spokesperson for the governor said there's no intention of reinstating mask mandates or other health orders. Health officials say the Delta variant of the coronavirus is creating symptoms that may not look like other COVID-19 cases. Olivia Eugenio spoke with Ohio Health Immunologist Dr. Joseph Gastaldo and Columbus Public Health Commissioner Dr. Mishika Roberts. Dr. Gastaldo, an infectious disease expert, says there isn't a lot of research from the U.S. about the big differences in terms of symptoms. But research overseas shows the top three symptoms for the Delta variant may look a little different. Headache, a runny nose, and a sore throat, more like an upper respiratory tract infection, and less symptoms like coughing and shortness of breath and a change in taste and smell. CDC data says over 80% of cases of COVID-19 are now the Delta variant. The health commissioner for the city of Columbus says vaccinated individuals might miss or even dismiss indicators. They're presenting with mild symptoms like a cold or allergies that someone could easily dismiss because they've been vaccinated. She says we are now starting to see what COVID-19 can look like in vaccinated people because the Delta variant is causing breakthrough cases. In Columbus, Olivia Eugenio. A fight over mask wearing has reignited on Capitol Hill, Yolanda Harris reports. Mass mandates are now in effect in the U.S. House, and House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, a Republican, has been criticizing them. Democratic Congressman Tim Ryan of Ohio fired back at McCarthy's remarks. You're denigrating the attending physician? Has it gotten that bad here? We'll be the first one to go down there when we're sick, need an antibiotic, get your, get your checkup. Just stop. Republicans have argued the decision is not based on science. I'm Yolanda Harris. An Ohio judge will not reinstate monthly $300 federal unemployment payments that Governor Mike DeWine canceled earlier this year. More from Angela Ann. A Franklin County Common Pleas judge ruled the governor had the power to stop the payments before they expired federally. Former Ohio Attorney General Mark Dan had filed a lawsuit saying that DeWine did not have that power to cut those benefits short. DeWine stopped the $300 payments for Ohioans on June 26th as a way to prompt more people to get back to work. I'm Angela Ann.
Nearly two dozen state attorneys general, all Republicans, are formally asking the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost is joining 23 other states in the decision. A brief filed this week states the court is unable to explain the constitutional source of a right to an abortion. The landmark case legalized abortion nationwide in 1973 and has faced legal challenges from conservatives ever since. A man is dead after a Wednesday night shooting at a Lorain County bar about 40 minutes west of Cleveland. Michael Kelly has the details. Valeria police say they are still searching for the gunman believed to have killed 24-year-old Carrie Cannon outside of Bailey's Bar and Grill on the city's northwest side Wednesday, not far from Cascade Park. Officers responded to the scene just before 10.30 p.m. Cannon died at University Hospital's Illyria. So far, a few other details are being released. Michael Kelly, ONN News. A member of an international crime gang from Columbus has been sentenced to 35 years in prison. Andrew Kinsey has more with U.S. Attorney Vipal Patel. 32-year-old Juan Flores Castro admitted to murder as part of a racketeering conspiracy. He is a ninth defendant to be convicted and sentenced to at least 30 years in prison for murder on behalf of the MS-13 gang. More than anything else, MS-13 is known for their brutality, for committing violence simply for the sake of violence. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Columbus City officials say a six-week pilot program aimed at reimagining police response to 911 callers who are suffering from mental health and addiction issues in Columbus yielded promising results. Data collected over a span of 72 operational hours showed more than 60% of the calls received didn't require immediate police or fire dispatch. Nearly half of those calls were either fully resolved by the group of mental health professionals and dispatchers or were redirected to local community services. Columbus Police Chief Elaine Bryant calls this an early win. This is about better serving the needs of our community. This is a smart, thoughtful, and strategic use of critically important resources. It is innovative and forward-looking. The program grouped a paramedic, public health clinician, and dispatcher together to review the best response to non-emergency 911 calls. And a new study is highlighting how hands-free cell phone laws can save lives. Eric Brown reports. The study from Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus shows hands-free laws prevented about 140 driver deaths and nearly 14,000 driver injuries annually in the U.S. Researchers, after crunching the data, recommend states implement hand-free driving laws. Currently, 21 states have such laws, but Ohio is not one of them. Eric Brown, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.